The Your Safe Space podcast is recorded on Gadigal land. This podcast acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. You're listening to the Your Safe Space podcast hosted by me, Adele Marie. Happy New Year, you guys. I have missed recording and I've missed you all so much. So coming up on the show today, let's catch up. Lots happened over the break and I need to bring you all up to speed. I'm also unpacking the ins and outs for the year ahead and I don't want to waste any time. So let's get right into the show. What the hell? We are back. This is the first ever episode of 2024. I can't believe it. I am feeling very excited to be back in your ears. I always feel so rusty when I haven't recorded for a hot minute. And let me just refresh your memory. The last time I recorded in studio was what? December... It was the week of the TikTok awards. It was maybe December 12th or 11th. And I pre-recorded everything so that we would have episodes dropping right up until the end of 2023. And it's been a hot minute since I've been in front of the mic, since I've been in the studio. Actually, no, that's a lie because I did do Beyond the Valley, which I'll talk to you about in a second. But oh my God, I feel like I need to take a deep breath. I just flew into Sydney as well for the day. I'm actually going to be here overnight and my Melbourne studio is still closed. So that's why I'm obviously here. I'm so happy to be back. I've missed you guys. I hope you've all been well. Happy Sunday. And yeah, let's get into what's taking up space because there's been a lot that's been taking up space for me and I'll do a little bit more of a deeper dive and catch up in a second. But really what was really taking up space for me was a good thing. It was me being on holidays and me having a break. And I realized that This was my first full year. Well, 2023 was my first full year working for myself, doing content, doing social media, doing this podcast, YouTube, et cetera. And I hadn't really, I mean, I did obviously go away to Europe, but I hadn't really had any like proper, proper downtime where I did absolutely nothing. And I did absolutely nothing for a few days last week. And it was so good. Let me tell you, I enjoyed it. I really love taking a little bit of a pause from everything. And I love the break. I also am so grateful that I'm my own boss and that I can actually do that and call the shots and decide how I want my holidays to work. I also feel like this was the first year I could articulate exactly what I was doing when I said taking a break, because The line is very blurry when you vlog your life and when you share so much of your life, which I'm not complaining. I fucking love my job. You guys know that. I'm very, very grateful each and every day. But I think for me, what worked was just telling myself and even telling other people when they said, oh, are you taking a break? Like, yeah, I'm taking a break from any content that is not organic. So organic content very quickly is when I'm just posting content for fun. Like I'm just sharing what I want for fun. Like I'm not making money from it. It's not paid. It's not making me revenue. It's not a branded post. It's just me just posting on social media. (laughs) And that's how I started obviously my account, but I took a break from everything that was paid. So I took a break from the podcast. I took a break from my YouTube. I took a break from branded campaigns and yeah, here we are. We are back this week and I really wanted to get the podcast back in your ears as soon as I could. So I feel like you guys only had what, like a two week break and I'm so happy to be back because yeah, I really, really missed you. Now in my time off, I did a lot of deep cleaning and I'm just sharing it in case anybody else wants some inspo, but I did go a little bit ham. I deep cleaned my wardrobe. I donated three bags of clothing and I finally decluttered and let go of a lot of things that I was holding on to that I shouldn't have. And that felt really, really good. Like I felt like fresh slate, fresh start, 
weight off my shoulders and love doing that. I deep cleaned my car. I deep cleaned the pantry, the fridge, the bathroom cupboard. The only thing I didn't get to do was my makeup brushes, which I'm going to try and do this weekend, the day before this podcast episode comes out. But I'm feeling refreshed. I'm feeling ready and I'm feeling eager to get back into it. And I think that's how you know that your break has been done right. Because before I took the break, I was struggling to feel creative. I was struggling to make content. I was struggling to think about what I wanted to make or even ideas for this podcast or ideas for my other platforms. But yeah, I'm feeling really ready and keen to get back into the swing of things. So today's episode, we are doing a two-part kind of something a little bit different. We're doing a quick catch up so I can bring you guys all up to speed on some life updates. And then I'm doing ins and outs for 2024. Okay, guys, now where do I begin? A lot happened in the break and I want to catch up with you all. I think I need to go back to Christmas because Christmas Day was very different for me. And Christmas Day was a day that I was not necessarily looking forward to. I knew that Christmas and that time of year was going to be challenging because of the family dynamic that I've got happening at the moment. But yeah, it was really the first Christmas with my parents separating. So on Christmas Day, it was just mum, Franklin and myself. And we were at home. We had a very, very chill and low key day. And it was exactly what we needed. And it was perfect for what it was. I can't complain. I had a really beautiful morning. I went to the gym. I had Franklin open his presents. Mum opened her presents. I opened mine. And it was quite wholesome. But I think I definitely noticed that it was different (laughs) and I definitely underestimated how that was going to make me feel and what emotions it was going to bring up. And truthfully, I didn't even try to unpack it on Christmas day. I haven't even unpacked it since Christmas day. I'm waiting for my first therapy appointment of 2024, but yeah, I just felt a little bit sad. I felt a little bit like, oh, this is not right. And I was really grateful in that moment that I had still done Friendsmas, that I had still made an effort to do Vlogmas on YouTube, that I went to go see Christmas lights on my dates, that I still had some kind of feeling of Christmas. So yeah, it was definitely a bit of a, I don't know, it was a little bit rattling. And I know that I maybe should have made some space over the break to deal with it. But at the same time, I was just like, you know what? Like I fucking had been in my flop era for so long. I actually didn't want to turn my holidays into another flop era. So yeah, I have suppressed it. And I know that's probably not even good advice or (laughs) very honest of me, but I did. And I will deal with that when I have my first psychologist appointment. What I noticed as well and what I wanted to share with you guys is I even had to give myself a little bit of a social media timeout on Christmas afternoon, Christmas day, because I think we had lunch and then I was in a bit of a food coma. Mum and Deanna were falling asleep on the couch. Deanna is my friend who spent Christmas with us as well. And then Deanna went home and I had a bit of a nap and then I just woke up feeling so heavy and I was scrolling on TikTok and I was scrolling on Instagram and all I could see was all these happy photos, happy videos and... I was taking it so personally and I was trying not to compare and I always try to take my own advice, but it was really getting to me. So I just had to go for a huge walk, put on one of my other favorite podcasts to listen to. And it made me feel so much better. I then did a self-care night, did a face mask, eye mask, whatever else, did all my skincare, made myself a cup of tea and I cuddled on the couch with Franklin. We watched Love Actually and I ended up feeling or self-soothing in a better way. And I think that's also the other point I wanted to make. It's like, I felt all these terrible things, 
yes, I didn't necessarily make space for them to come up and deal with it because I didn't feel like I could deal with it, but I still did what I could to self-soothe and kind of make it manageable for me in that moment. That then leads me to Beyond the Valley, which was a couple of days after Christmas. So Christmas 25th, Beyond the Valley takes us to the 29th of December. And what a dream. Can I just say, I don't know if any of you listening right now were at Beyond the Valley, but if you were and you were one of the people in the tent that day that came to support me, thank you so much. I just want to give you a massive hug and a massive kiss because I still can't believe that that actually happened. Pinch me. I feel like it's a bit of a fever dream now, but we ended up by we, Suzanne, my best friend, manager, Emily, who's not in the studio with me today, but we drove up to Geelong on the 28th. We stayed in Geelong the 28th and the 29th. We spent the entire day at Beyond the Valley. The podcast went so well. I had actually hoped that they were going to give me the recording so I could post it for anyone that couldn't make it. If they happen to do that, I will share it, but I haven't got it yet. But oh my God, it was a once in a lifetime opportunity. And it made me so excited because I would love to do my own live shows this year and maybe that will happen. So yeah, fingers crossed. And I'm just so grateful. We even had people watching and listening that weren't listeners of your safe space. And I have to say, shout out to Beyond the Valley and the team who booked me for that but they organized it so well. The podcast tent was like this beautiful, literally like circus tent. It was like blue and red on the outside and it had like that peak in the middle. And then on the floor, they had bean bags. They had like futons, cushions, and they made it really cozy and really intimate for everyone. And I liked how it was a music festival, but they also had that, like that chill kind of Zen area for people just to come and kick back and relax if the other stages were a little bit too much. But Oh my God, let me tell you, after we recorded, I was like, girls, we're not going home yet. Like we need to let our hair down and we need to have some fun. And I'm so glad that we did this because honestly, it's been a hot minute since grandma Adele has been out and about and I've still got it, you guys. Maybe not to like back it up for the whole festival because Beyond the Valley is what, four or five days. I don't know how many days it is, but it's like a full on music festival. It's like a music and arts festival and It's pretty much like go, go, go the entire time. We just did the one day and that's all I've got these days, but I'll take it. (laughs) And I also found it quite fascinating how while I was there, there was like this part of me, like this old part of me that doesn't exist anymore. It's my old party girl, crazy era Adele from like when I was 20, whatever. And she was screaming like happiness. It was very full circle for me. And I was completely sober at Beyond the Valley. I drove us in, I drove us out. I was not being irresponsible, but I just thought, wow, I've come a long way. Like sober Adele versus old party girl Adele, miles apart. But I feel like sober Adele wouldn't have appreciated it so much if it wasn't for the party girl me. I know that sounds a bit bizarre, but I also don't think I would have got that opportunity had I still been in my party girl era. So I just think it's all part of the, path and it's all part of the puzzle. And you might not see like your own pathway if you're going through it right now, but yeah, things work out. And yeah, I really just was speechless. (laughs) I'm even speechless thinking about it now. I had so much fun. I would do Beyond the Valley again. I would even maybe like go and attend just as like an attendee because it was organized so well. 
I haven't been to a festival in a long time, but I loved how they set it up. I loved just all the food that they had, the options that they had, the other stages, the activations that they had. It was 10 out of 10 and I loved it. And that was my New Year's Eve celebration, which takes us into New Year's Eve. So I'm really walking you through my holidays here. Stay with me (laughs) on New Year's Eve. I woke up at midday. That's because I was tired from beyond the valley, but my New Year's Eve was so, so chill. (laughs) Okay. I did my third annual New Year's Eve live stream. So I do that every single New Year's Eve on TikTok. And let me tell you, you guys pulled up this year. I had hundreds, like 600, 700, 800 people on at a time. And we just hung out. We were chilling. I was on the live stream from about 9.30. I was on until 11.30. Then I got off for a little bit, got back on right before midnight. And the live stream was so calm until everyone started telling me about this grape situation. Now, some of you may be across it. Some of you may not be across it, but there is this tradition where on midnight you eat 12 seedless grapes and you're meant to do it under a table. And this is because the eating of the 12 grapes is a tradition from Spain that dates back to like the 1800s. And it's a practice that people do or undertake because they believe it's going to give them 12 wishes for like every month of the year. And it represents like good luck. It represents good fortune. It represents like a great year ahead. And so everyone's like, Adele, do you have grapes? And I was like, I do. I had a bag of green grapes in the fridge. I didn't even buy them. They were in there, I think from like Christmas or Christmas Eve. And so I was like, let's get our grapes ready. I washed my 12 grapes. I made sure I picked like the nice, juicy, crunchiest ones. And I was not taking any chances because I thought, you know what? 2024 is going to be my year and I'm making it my year. And so we're going to start the new year off by eating these grapes. And so damn straight, I downed them all under my kitchen table between 12 and 12.01. Can I just say, do you know how hard it is to do that without choking on them? I was trying to like digest and swallow them without suffocating. And I got there in the end. I also saw some other stuff on TikTok saying that if you wore red underwear, that would bring you love and that would bring you like a relationship or a partner. And then I saw other TikToks saying that if you wore green underwear, that would bring you like money and fortune and things like that. Now, I don't have red or green underwear, sadly. I probably should invest in some for next New Year's Eve, but I did eat my grapes and I hope that I can give you guys some... I hope that it works. Okay. And I hope that I can give you some feedback and I hope that we have a success story in whatever way this year. Now that does lead me into a gut feeling that I've got and a little bit of an update that I want to share with you guys. But I definitely think 2024 is the year I find a boyfriend. I'm putting it out there. (laughs) I know this is very bold of me. I know this is very rogue of me. However, I believe that this is my year to find love. And the reason that I feel so sure about it is because for the first time in my life, I am so 100% open to it and I'm so ready and I genuinely feel like it's going to happen. It's not like, oh, I'm never going to find my person. I'm like, well, of course I'm going to fucking find my person. And that kind of leads me into the update of my soft launch. (laughs) Now, I just want to clarify because it was not a soft launch, you guys. (laughs) And I know you're going to be like, Adele, you're clickbaiting us. And I'm not, I promise. I do not have a boyfriend. If I had a boyfriend, I promise I would let you guys know. In saying that though, I am dating somebody at the moment and it is very early days. Let me reiterate that. Very, very early days. And we are not at that level of commitment. We're not boyfriend, girlfriend. And I just wanted to clarify that the very 
few little things I had shared, which I think was like a beach day that I went on and uh, my vision board that I wasn't soft launching. I was more just sharing like, this is what's going on in my life right now. And I think as well, there's this other like elephant in the room where like, yeah, I have been going on dates with him and I have been spending time with him and I vlog and I share things. And I also want to see how he integrates into that as well. And I want to just not hide things. I feel comfortable with sharing it. And so whatever you've seen is what I've been comfortable with sharing at this point in time. Will I share more? Maybe. Who knows? I guess time will tell. And I definitely think I battled for a little while. You guys know the situation I went through last year. I was actually in a situation chip though. That was very, very different. This dynamic is not like that at all. I think we are dating and actually getting to know each other. And I don't know if I kept it totally offline and I battled with that thought. I'm like, I could really just like keep this offline and like say nothing at all. But I realized that like I am single and I am dating and like this is the reality of dating and getting to know someone. So why wouldn't I just share that anyway? I give you guys dating advice. I talk about my own experiences. It's a bit rich of me to suddenly be like, well, no, I'm not going to talk about this now. Like I am in it. I'm going to, you know, share whatever it is that I feel comfortable sharing when I'm ready. And yeah, I'm just willing, I guess, to take that risk. And some people are going to be like, oh my God, I understand that too. But I don't know. I'm just like, is it a risk or is it just part of life? Sure. It might not work out. That's what dating is. And you get to know someone. It's a risk that you take. Obviously in my situation, it's a little bit different because I do live a public life and I share things, but I am actually fully okay with having my heart broken. Like I'm at peace with that. I know this year, whatever will be, will be. And I've always come on and said that I would rather like feel my feelings and feel whatever I feel and share what I feel comfortable sharing than risk like not sharing it at all and not enjoying it and not feeling anything. Like I just, I don't want to live with like a closed heart. That's not me. I am a lover girl (laughs) and I've shared what I wanted because I've shared what I wanted. So who knows you guys? Now that is my update. I'm sorry to ramble. I just thought I want to bring everybody onto the same page before we get into the ins and outs of 2024. Now, 2024, I have seen this trending all over TikTok. You guys would have seen it as well. And I really like this, but it is basically things that people are saying is in, things that people are saying is out. Now, before I get into it, I'm going to give you mine. I'm going to give you guys what ones you submitted as well. I really want you to like take it with a grain of salt because at the crux of it, I genuinely think if you want to do something, you do that. It doesn't matter what I say is out. It doesn't matter what anybody else says is in or out. I just liked the approach and I thought, oh, this is actually nice. I feel like it feels a little bit nicer than resolutions. I feel like it's a little bit funny. You can like do it in jest, but it really makes you like reflect and think about your behavior from the last year and yeah, think about what behavior you want to take forward and what behavior you want to leave behind. So I'm going to go through mine first and then I'm going to go through yours and we're going to start with the ins. So my first in is nice guys. And you're probably thinking, oh my God, no, there's no nice guys out there. The dating pool is so rough. And guys, let me tell you, there are genuine men out there. There are nice men out there. I'm going to say, give them a chance. Date outside your type. Don't necessarily go for like what you physically think you should go for. If someone is treating you with respect, with kindness, can communicate, is valuing you, we are going for that. Life is too short to date the bad boy. 
We're done. We're leaving the bad boy in 2023. In 2024, we're embracing it, okay? We're giving the nice guys a chance because nice guys, I don't feel like they're rare, but I definitely can see even in my own history, in the past, I've been more likely to choose like the bad boy or the guy that treats me like shit. And for what? I deserve better. So yeah, we're giving nice guys a chance in 2024. My second in for this year is moving. And I was going to put this in the update, but I thought, no, that's going into my in because some of you guys might remember this, but I had a lot of, what's the word? Uh, Is it anxiety the word? Yeah, I guess we can say anxiety, but I moved quite a bit between the years 2018 to 2021, between moving interstate and moving around when I lived in Sydney I think I moved like five or six times and that includes like moving in and out of Melbourne as well. And so the thought of moving after I moved back was very triggering and I didn't want to move. I actually felt super comfortable at home. I felt like it was serving me at that time. I was also completing my renovation. We were in lockdown in 2021. My reno um, started late 2022. Also had a lot of stuff happening with like my career and work last year. But yeah, I came back from Europe and I said, I'm feeling ready to move out. And I definitely think that Europe holiday was like the catalyst in making me realize that I do need my own space and I do need my time. And yeah, I just want to kind of build out that next like chapter and level of my life. And so when I got home, I spent all of September, I got home in September. I spent all of September getting the podcast ready for season two. And then I traveled all of October. I don't know if you guys remember that. And then November and December morphed into one. And obviously the Christmas, New Year's period is not the time to move as well. We've then got the situation with my parents. And so it is really now the time. And I'm feeling for the first time so excited and really, really actually ready. And I've got the time and space. I'll also be staying in Melbourne. There were some discussions where I was thinking about moving back to Sydney or moving to the Gold Coast, but While my family is in Melbourne, I definitely think home is there. And for right now, that's where I'm going to stay. But yeah, I don't know where in terms of like which region. I live in the north of Melbourne at the moment and I'm not entirely sure where I'll end up or who I will end up living with. Will I live solo? I don't know. Maybe. Will I live with a man? Maybe. Will I live with family? Maybe. It just depends. But yeah, my living situation will change and I'm so excited because I think fresh energy, fresh environment, Your environment plays a massive part of how you feel day to day. And I feel like once I have that new space and I know this might sound unhinged to some people, but I still have boxes from Sydney sitting in the garage that I have not touched. And there is shit that I need to go through. And I just feel like it's going to be a chance for me to clean slate, start fresh, and I am ready for it. My next in number three is lash lifts. And I know this is very specific to me. However, I'm all about doing high maintenance things, things that are high maintenance so that you can stay low maintenance. And a lash lift is one of them. I got this one at the moment right before Christmas. I think my friend Deanna did it for me. I love you, Deanna. I'm not sure if you're listening, but she did it for me and I didn't get a tint. I didn't want it to be too over the top. I just wanted lashes that looked curled without me having to use that fucking eyelash curler and rip my eyelid off. (laughs) And people on TikTok hate when I do that in my get readies with me. But I think, and I've noticed it at the beach, I've noticed it at the gym. I look so much more awake just because my eyelashes are curled. Even with no mascara, 
Okay. So you look like you've made effort and it doesn't look over the top and you don't even have to put mascara on if you don't want to. I obviously wear mascara if I've got foundation on. If I don't have any makeup on, I'm not wearing mascara, but I've been complimented quite a bit on my lashes. People keep telling me they're really long. And when you do put the mascara on, it makes them even longer and it saves you time because you don't have to actually curl your lashes. So I will be adding a monthly lash lift to my kind of beauty routine because I think it's worth it. And yeah, I just have been loving them right now. Number four on the list is minding my own business in 2024. And I'm doing this because if there's something that's not related to me, I don't want to know. Aside from the confessions that we get on this podcast and the advice, not my business. I'm choosing peace and I don't want to be involved in things that don't involve me. Of course, I will support any friends or family who want to come to me with advice or want advice or want me to support them. But for the most part, I'm happy to be oblivious. I'm happy to be very ignorant and I'm happy to just like focus on me and focus on myself and run my own race. And I really think that goes to anybody who compares. If you're a comparer and you always look at what everyone else is doing, mind your own business. I promise you'll feel better and you'll feel so much more you in 2024 and it will set you up for the right energy throughout the whole year. Number five on my in list is making your own food. And this will make sense when I get to the outs, but making your own food. I am on board this. Lately, I have been making egg and bacon McMuffins at home and I swear I make them better than McDonald's. I had one this morning at the airport from Macca's and mine is 20 times better, probably because I make it with love. But making your own food instead of getting takeout, instead of doing other things is going to be so much better for your bank account. It's going to be so much better for you as well. And I think it's also a little bit exciting. You can try new recipes. You can find new foods to taste. You can trial different cuisines, whatever it is. It really opens up a different kind of hobby almost. That's how I'm looking at it anyway. So I will be making more of my own food this year. The next thing on my ins list is to let things go with grace. And I'm a bit of a clinger. I'm not going to lie. I cling to things. I cling to people. I cling to jobs. I cling to environments. I love when things are stable and secure. And I do tend to embrace change better now since I know how to embrace it, but it's not something that comes default or naturally to me. And so I saw this quote on TikTok. Some of you may have seen it, but the quote was, let go or be dragged. And I don't know, but that just hits. If you're holding on to things that are not meant for you, you're going to be dragged. Like when I think let go or be dragged, I can like visualize, I know this sounds so rogue, but I'm hanging on to a man's leg and I'm getting all cut up from like the asphalt. So let go or be dragged. And in 2024, if there is something that is not serving me, people, places, situations, environments, I don't have time to be dragged in 2024. The next thing on my in list, and we're nearly there, I've got a couple more, are events. Now, you're probably thinking that doesn't sound like you, Adele, because you are a grandma and you're right, I am. And I'm not even somebody that feels FOMO. Truthfully, I'm a homebody, I'm an introvert. However, I had so much fun at Beyond the Valley, so much fun to the point I told you I would go again. And I've got Taylor Swift coming up next month as well. I hope you guys are excited. If you're going to be there, I'm going to have friendship bracelets. Come and find me. I'm going by myself. But I am going to say yes to more events this year because I'm always like, oh, waste of money. No, you actually make really beautiful memories. The memories I made at Beyond the Valley with Em and with Suzanne, core memories. So I'm like down for that in 2024. And I am going to say yes to more fun things in this space of events. 
The next thing on my in-list is a sleep routine or a sleep schedule. Now, I've got my morning routine down pat. I'm very good with my morning routine. My night routine, she needs help. She needs rehab. I have ruined my sleep over the break. I ruin it every break. I need to be better with that. That's something I will be working on because sleep is so vital. I've spoken about it many times on this podcast. I would love to get like a sleep specialist on. I might have to do some research and see if I can find like a sleep TikToker or sleep psychologist or someone who specializes in sleep to come on and like teach us all a bloody lesson because I can take that lesson as well. My second last in of 2024 is fake it till you make it. And I'm talking about self-confidence, baby, because here's the tea. Nobody knows. Everyone is just winging it and figuring it out. And we have no time, or I have no time in 2024 to doubt myself. So I am going to be backing myself. I'm going to be strengthening my self-confidence. And if there are things, Beyond the Valley was a very good example of this, that I feel uncomfortable about doing, I'm going to do it anyway and I'm going to fake it till I make it. I've never recorded my own live podcast before. I was shitting my pants, not going to lie. I was in the green room before we're about to go out hyperventilating. Like I was breathing like, because that's how scared I was. But no, I went out on stage. M was with me. So I felt like I had, you know, a safety blanket. Thank you, M. But fake it till you make it. I did this in my corporate career. I'm doing it now. You can do it in your day-to-day as well. And I'm channeling that for 2024. And then my last in, and please don't judge me, but it is, learning how to use my air wrap (laughs) because it's 2024 and I still don't know how to use it. And I'm embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. Now, let me just say, I love it as a hairdryer. I can nail it to like rough dry my hair, even to like use the brush. Love her. I just cannot grasp the curling situation or the styling of the curl or the wave. The only time it's ever worked for me is if I have day old, dirty hair that already has hairspray and products in it. And then I go to refresh it with the air wrap. But I'm like, I don't know. I need to be for real. I need to watch some tutorials. I need to download the Dyson app because so many of you have told me to do that and I need to get on top of it. Because yeah, at this point, I'm just using it as like a glorified hairdryer. My mom has been using it as well and she's loving it. So I'm like, okay, at least we're getting like the value out of it. But I feel like I could do better there. So that's on my in list this year. Now let's go into the outs because you can't have one without the other. Situation chips are on top of the rank. And I've said it a million fucking times. I said it so much in 2023. We are saying no to situation chips. They do not serve us. They are the bare minimum. No, they're even worse than the bare minimum. They're scraps. They're literal breadcrumbs. They're like leftovers that are like 10 days old. Okay, we don't don't want that. We don't want that at all. Reject the situation ship. And this even goes for like talking stages or when someone says to you like they don't actually want to be with you or they don't want a relationship. When you choose to then stick around, that is a complete disregard of your own respect for yourself. So in 2024, I will not be in any situation ships. And after my last situationship, I vowed to never get into one again, but I just wanted to remind you guys, we are too good for situationships this year. Speaking of, and very closely related to situationships, is Snapchat. And I am villainizing Snapchat. However, it also goes for Instagram and you're going to be like, what? And I'm talking about if you are dating somebody who only talks to you on social media and who only talks to you on Snapchat or who only talks to you on Instagram, it's giving situationship. This was one of the telltale signs in my last situationship. He would only really communicate with me over Instagram. Couldn't even be fucked to text me. So think about that as well. But Snapchat, you're out this year. 
The next out, number three on the list is imposter syndrome. And I want to do a whole ass episode on this. I think I might. We deserve good things this year. Okay. Whether it is the dream job that you want, whether it is the promotion that you want to apply for, whether it is the healthy relationship, we are not playing small and we are not talking ourselves out of this. You deserve good things. You are a good person. You are capable. You are more than enough. You fucking deserve good things. Okay. And so do I. So we're saying no to imposter syndrome in 2024. My next out for 2024 is screen time. Now, two things here, because I'm not going to tell you it's bad to have bad screen time when I'm sitting here with like an eight hour screen time or a nine hour screen time. All right. I'm not going to be the one to judge you. You can do two things. You can either just remove the notification every Sunday that tells you how many hours you've spent on your phone, or you can make a conscious effort to spend less time on your phone. I'm going to do both of those because it's definitely getting out of control. And I mean, I have been on holidays, so I've probably been even doom scrolling and scrolling aimlessly for no reason because I've been bored and doing nothing. And so, you know what, maybe we're prioritizing our time differently in 2024, but I know I'll be working on getting my screen time down. The next out for 2024 is Uber Eats. And you guys are going to judge me for this. And you know what? Fair enough. I deserve it. Last year, And bless my bank because they do a Spotify wrapped, but for banking. So it's like your banking wrapped. The bank that I use that does this is called UpBank. And this is not an ad for UpBank. Can I just say they sent me like my banking wrapped for the year. Okay. And they basically tell you what merchants you spend the most amount of money at. I'm going to tell you my top three. Starting on the bottom, we have Coles. That's a given. I do the grocery shopping every single week. Second, we have Aldi. Again, the given, I usually go to Aldi before I go to Coles, so I probably spend more at Aldi. In at number one was Uber fucking Eats, but it was over (sighs) $5,000. And I know people are going to be like, what the actual, the reason that I think it's so high is because I travel a lot for work. I never really cook when I travel. I usually get Uber Eats. I definitely have a habit of ordering Uber Eats at home anyway. So that's probably a lie that I'm telling you. That's why I'm going to be cooking more of my own food. And then my second last out for the year is caring what people think. And I say this all the time, but literally life is short to not live life the way that you want to live it, to not do the things that you want to do because you're scared that so-and-so from high school is going to be judging you. No, unless, and this, I always like provide the disclaimer, like unless it's coming from someone you value, that you love and that you trust someone in your inner circle and they're saying, hey, pull your head in. You're not like, you know, I don't think that's really good for you or you could do better or you should, you shouldn't be dating that idiot or you shouldn't be texting him back. Like unless it's coming from someone like that, from a place of love, because they really know and care about you. Don't worry about what anyone else has to say. If people are talking shit about you, if people are leaving you nasty comments, if people are just being not great humans, then don't worry about it. Don't take it personally. Don't let it ruin your mood for the year. And then my last out for the year is bras or uncomfortable clothing. Because honestly, why are they so uncomfortable? And I realize I don't really wear that many bras. I'm always in activewear and I'm very blessed that I have a job that allows me to pretty much live in my activewear. But even today, I've got this uncomfortable strapless bra on and I'm just like, no, I don't want to wear uncomfortable clothes. So that goes for clothes that you don't feel good in, clothes that make you feel uncomfortable and like you're like pulling at it and just not nice. Don't wear it. Get comfy bras, get comfy clothes. Life is too short this year to be living in uncomfortable bras or uncomfortable clothes. 
Now, I also asked you guys for your ins and outs and I love them. So I want to go through those two. Thank you so much if you did submit these. You guys actually submitted it in my close friends broadcast channel over on my Instagram. So if you haven't, go and follow me there at Adele Marie and please join the close friends. It's on the front of my profile. There's nearly 5,000 people in there. Crazy that that's almost the same amount of people we have in the Facebook group, but join that too while you're at it. But you guys came through. So let me tell you what you are having in for 2024. The first one, Uber pools. And fair enough, you are probably like me and have a high Uber spend. So I should probably get onto that as well. We have someone who says stepping into my power. And absolutely, I am here to say this is the year that we all step into our power. 2024, it's a new beginning. We are going to not hold ourselves back, not play it small. Someone else said being more spontaneous. And again, I love this as well. I definitely default as a very structured, organized person. So I personally love that you're saying you want to be more spontaneous because I think I might steal that for myself too. A few of you said up shopping. A lot of you said this and I was so happy to see it because I'm like, yes, you are my people, but putting myself first. And I love that so much because yes, we should be putting ourselves first in 2024. I also had someone say they want to take more photos of things. And I am the biggest advocate of this. Even before I did this job, I would be taking photos of everything because I love memories and I love having them. You guys know I've got like 60,000 photos in my phone and I admitted that on an older episode, but I love looking back at stuff and I love that I've got those memories forever. It's like back in the day, our parents had photo albums. We've got our camera roll, like same, same. So take more photos in 2024 if you don't. Someone else said concerts and same, you must've copied that off my list. This was a big one too, self-respect and absolutely because a lot of the outs on the list, on the list that you guys submitted in my list, all go back to having an in for self-respect. If you are putting yourself first, you have self-respect. You're not tolerating bullshit this year. And so self-respect, I'm adding that to my list as well. Someone else said hot girl walks and hot girl walks will always be in. I don't think they'll ever go out. And lastly, we had actually saying no when you want to say no instead of just saying yes. And boundaries, people. I've spoken about this many times, but absolutely. And I'm here for it too. Okay. On our out list, we have have some juicy ones on here. First up is people pleasing hand in hand with boundaries. I need to do another episode, I think, on people pleasing too. We then have gatekeeping and I love to see this because I'm not a gatekeeper. If there is something that I'm loving or that I want, I'm going to share with you guys. If I'm enjoying it, even with the bacon and egg McMuffins, right? There's this special cheese that you need to get from Coles. It's like this burger cheese. And I put it on my story and then I got DMs from people being like, no, I was gatekeeping this, but I'm like, I'm not a gatekeeper, okay? If there's something that I want to tell you, I'm going to tell you, okay? If I think you should know, I'm going to tell you. Next on the out list from you guys is toxic friends. And this goes for just toxic people, I reckon. Toxic friends, toxic family. Blood is not thicker than water. I don't know if that's the saying. I'm pretty sure it is. But honestly, we don't have time for that in 2024. The next one is chasing boys. And absolutely, you know why? Because we don't chase, we attract. We're not chasers in 2024. If somebody wants to leave us, let them. Let them or be dragged. This one I put in and I was laughing, but jorts. (laughs) And let me just say, I was a little bit on the anti-jorts page as well, but I think I actually own two pairs of jorts, so I can't comment. And I'm not taking this personally. You might not like them, but I like them. I'll tell you why. Because I used to be one of those girls that wore very like short shorts, denim shorts, 
not comfortable. They're giving you a camel toe firstly. And secondly, they're going all the way up your ass cheeks. And (laughs) that's fine if you're comfortable in them. I'm not. That goes back to not wearing uncomfortable clothing this year. So I like the jorts because they're super comfy and then they can go with like a tee or a crop or whatever else. Like I just, I'm digging it. Anyway, on the out list from you guys is giving people more than two chances. And I think that's very brave of this person because I've spoken about giving people second chances as well on this podcast. And I do believe people can make mistakes. So love that you've learned your lesson and are taking that one through to 2024. We've got a lot of you saying being hungover or partying too hard. And as a, what would I call myself? I, I'm not a, like a sober girl because I still enjoy a nice cocktail or a yummy lemon gin drink, especially in the summertime. But I would definitely say that I am a conscious drinker. That's what I'll call myself. So I love to see that you guys are not going to be partying so hard and not going to be hungover every weekend in 2024. On the out list from someone else, we've got texting my ex. Yes, guys, can we make sure we're not texting our exes in 2024? Okay, new energy. We're not bringing anything from the last year that we want to let go into 2024. We've got overthinking on the out list and I can definitely relate to that. And then we have our last two, feeling guilty when having a rot day. And I love that you're using rot day because hot girl rot, just like Em said in one of the older episodes, but rest is not rest if you are guilting yourself the entire time. Rest is not rest if you're feeling bad about the fact that you're resting. Learn to rest and learn to be okay with that because you're allowed to. You can rest and not achieve anything and you're still a worthy, fully functioning, perfect human. And then lastly, on the out list, a lot of you said impulse spending and I love to see it. Put some time between you and a big purchase. Sleep on it. Make sure you save up the amount before you go and buy super expensive things. Sleep on it for like a week. You might not want it. I think we live in a culture where we do kind of encourage really impulse spending and buying lots of things and over consumerism. So you don't have to subscribe to that if you don't want to. All right, guys, thank you so much for sharing those. I'll be back in one second because we're going to do our PS for the show. Oh, we've come to the end of the first episode. What the hell, you guys? I have loved this. I missed you so, so much. This is the yeah, first one I'm recording and you can't shut me up. And I'm sorry, I realized I've been swearing quite a bit today. I must be in a mood. I am PMSing. But my PS, I love you for the show today or my recommendation is anyone but you. It is the rom-com that came out on Boxing Day. It's got Sydney Sweeney in it. It's also got Glenn Powell in it. It was actually filmed here in Sydney as well and I loved it. I loved watching it. I went on Sunday, the one that just passed before this ep comes out. I went with mum. We had a mother-daughter date and we went to our local village. We ended up buying like by accident the most jumbo popcorn and jumbo Cokes. (laughs) It was It looked like the pack that had everything we wanted. Everything else just had like one popcorn or like one drink. And we wanted two drinks, one popcorn and the choc tops. So because I had the choc tops, we got that one. But the popcorn was literally the size of both of our heads put together. Anyway, I didn't know what to expect. I knew I wanted to watch it because I had seen a handful of good reviews, but I had seen probably 80% bad reviews first, like people leaving the cinema because they hated it or saying it was predictable or saying X, Y, Z. And I don't want to ruin it in case anyone hasn't seen it and you want to go and watch it. But I really loved watching it. It's a rom-com. It's not going to be up there winning a Golden Globe, okay? We need to stop holding it to the same account as that kind of movie. Take it for what it is. It's a lighthearted, very easy, digestible, sugary watch. 
And I loved it. I love the storyline. I love that they had modern dating references in it. I love the actors and actresses that they chose. I was laughing so much more than I thought I would. Okay. I didn't expect to be laughing the amount that I was laughing. And I also just really love going to the movies. I hadn't been to the movies since Barbie, I think. And so, yeah, I was really happy to go and watch that. I would watch it again. I actually kind of want to see which of my friends haven't seen it and then go back to the movies to watch it because I love the popcorn and the chock top and just watching that movie, I really liked it. And I also think having heavy emotions or going through like a rough time, like it can be a really light, easy watch. And if you just take it for what it is on face value, like, I don't know, I rated it a nine out of 10. Mum gave it 9.5. So that is my recommendation. Tonight, I'm actually here obviously recording today, but I've got the Mean Girls premiere in Sydney and I don't know if I'm allowed to like tell you guys that because I don't know if it's under embargo or when that's coming out. But anyway, it's tonight and I will give you an update maybe in like a couple Sundays once it's already out to tell you my thoughts on that too. But I love a movie night so, so much. So I'm very excited to go and watch that later. I'm going to go with Manager M and that's going to be my Wednesday here in Sydney. But it is Sunday now. I hope that you guys are listening to this on Sunday. I hope that you had a great weekend. I hope that you have a fantastic week ahead. If you haven't, come enjoy in our Facebook group. I am active in there. I'll be posting a what's taking up space. Come and tell me what's taking up space for you. I'll probably also be posting a monthly small business shout out. So if you guys have a small business and you want to, you know, share your business and generate maybe some followers or community or sales, come in. You can comment your business on the post. I personally love supporting small business. So I do do these posts every single month in the group and you can comment on them every single month. And I just think it's a really nice way to connect and yeah, help each other out, especially around times, you know, when we're buying gifts for people or we might want to see services and what people offer. Better to have someone that we can support from the community, I think. I think it's just nice to give back to each other. But I would also love to ask if you haven't, please give us a rating on Spotify. I would love five stars. That helps the podcast more than you know. Share us on your story while you're listening as well. Tag me. I love to see where you're listening and I love to see your pets. So Shout out to the Your Safe Space Pets too. Anyway, chuck us a follow on TikTok and on Instagram and I will see you guys next time. Thank you for joining me. I've missed you and I can't wait for the rest of season two and the rest of 2024. See you next time. Bye. This podcast was recorded on Gadigal land hosted by me, Adele Marie. Your Safe Space is a part of the Amplify Podcast Network. 